Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, January 19th, 5.42 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. March corn futures down two and three quarters at 6.78 and a half. March soybeans down two and a quarter at 15.22 as trade. March Chicago wheat down two at 7.40 and a half. March Kansas City wheat down four and a quarter at 8.37 and a quarter. March spring wheat up one and a quarter at 9.02 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5 30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations. I have a, a subscriber only or premium video out every single business day. Yesterday, I was joined by my friend Brian Split from agmarket.net, who's a regular contributor. We talked about some very specific areas of support and resistance on the grain charts. Um, some really great analysis here. Uh, I've got a really solid list of contributors that help me out with this premium stuff. Uh, Brian Split and Matt Bennett from agmarket.net are regular contributors. Also, Chris Barron and Shay Folk from AgView Solutions are regular contributors. We talk with those guys about farm budgets and things along those lines. If you guys are interested in this sort of stuff, sign up today. 50 bucks a month. Cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. Chinese corn imports are down sharply versus last year. Chinese Customs reported corn imports from all destinations totaling just 870,000 metric tons during the month of December. That was down 35% versus the same month last year. The USDA projections are interesting. USDA projects that this year's Chinese corn imports from all destinations will decline by 18% after declining 25% the year prior. So this kind of begs a question here. Um, China started buying corn aggressively from the U.S. And, and elsewhere, really beginning in 2020. That's when their import program really accelerated. And the question is, is this, was that a blip on the radar or is that a trend? Because the way that the chart looks now, if you pulled up a chart of uh, Chinese corn imports, I had one in the newsletter this morning. It's a big spike up in 2020. And now we're kind of moving back lower here uh, the last couple of years. China had never been a big importer until a few years ago. So I don't know if the reopening is going to spur spur some additional purchases. We know that Chinese purchases of U.S. corn are down like 70% this year. China's been kind of leaning on Brazil for corn purchases. Brazil has been uh, fairly competitive. So uh, this is uh, not necessarily the best deal in the world uh, for the corn export program. Argentina's forecast is still wet. Rainfall will begin to accumulate on Saturday, Sunday, and into next week. Total expected amounts across corn and soybean country uh, through like the end of the month should total an inch and a half across a lot of your key corn and soybean growing areas. Uh, more locally, some areas could see up to three or four inches. <clears throat> this morning's GFS model calls for some additional rains into the first few days of February, although those longer term forecasts are not necessarily reliable. So I don't know. Some people were talking about shifts in the forecast uh, being responsible for yesterday's sell off. I just don't know if I see it. The forecast has been wet all week. The forecast for Argentina was wet when the markets rallied on Tuesday, and the forecast was still wet when we sold off yesterday. Russia is again talking about a nuclear war. This is your feel-good story of the day. Uh, the country's former president warned the West of nuclear war if Russia were defeated in Ukraine. He said this on Twitter. 
Backward political good timers in Davos reiterated, to achieve peace, Russia must lose. None of them gets it that if a nuclear power's loss of a conventional war can lead to a nuclear one. Nuclear powers haven't been defeated in major conflicts crucial for their destiny. So I understand, guys, that the markets don't react to this stuff anymore, and they haven't in a long time. But I think you've still got to consider uh, at least the prospect of an escalation here at some point in time. This has become such a stale news story when it comes to the news cycle. I mean, this stuff isn't even close to the top of the, the headlines anymore when it comes to the news that's being reported. But uh, this is still something that you've got to uh, consider as being uh, at least one possibility out there, which would have a million implications for a million different reasons if realized. Russia probably won't limit grain exports. Putin said earlier this week, and I talked about this yesterday, that Russia needs to maintain stable reserves of food in his country. Didn't provide any details. Today, Russia's ag minister said that there were no plans to reduce the grain export quota and that Russia would export 55 to 60 million metric tons of grain this year. So for the moment, it does not look like any restriction on Russian grain exports is going to happen. U.S. inflation continues to decline. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics released monthly uh, producer price index or PPI data yesterday. PPI measures inflation on the wholesale side, whereas CPI is on the consumer side. PPI rose at an annualized rate of 6.2% in December. That was the lowest annualized monthly print since March of 2021. Traders expected a number slightly higher. Uh, the annualized rate of wholesale inflation has now declined for five consecutive months. The monthly decline in December of half a percentage point was the largest decline since the start of the COVID pandemic, the biggest declines noted in energy and food products. Lower inflation numbers, of course, could impact Fed decisions regarding interest rates and policy. Traders generally expect the Fed to hike rates by another quarter percentage point in February. There is no January FOMC meeting. The U.S. dollar index traded to its lowest level since June of 2022, following the news, treasuries rallied sharply, which means interest rates were lower. We did have some bad economic data yesterday regarding retail sales. Uh, purchases from stores, restaurants, restaurants, and online retailers declined by a seasonally adjusted 1.1% in December versus the prior month. Retail sales also revised lower for November. They've declined three of the last four months. So this slowing in retail activity is perhaps a sign that consumers are reducing their spending amid uh, recession fears or other economic fears. This data is seasonally adjusted. So typically, December would almost always be your best month for retail sales on an unadjusted basis. They adjusted seasonally to try to be more reflective of a trend, I guess. One economist at RSMUS told the Wall Street Journal this, the lag impact of elevated inflation weighs heavily on U.S. households. It's very clear that the median American consumer is still reeling from the loss of wages in inflation-adjusted terms. We're moving towards what I would expect to be a mild recession in 2023. Uh, the stock market moved lower after the news, and you've still got this big, bad downtrend line on the S&P 500 chart. This is still a bear market until proven otherwise, until you get a breakout above this, you know, a solid confirmed breakout above this 4,4100 level in the S&P. This is still bear market uh, stuff as uh, far as I'm concerned. The cattle market was... Um, Mixed yesterday, there was some light cash cattle trade reported in uh, Nebraska, I believe, um, wide range, 153 to 156. We do have a cattle on feed report tomorrow after the close. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is a little bit lower. The S&P is down 29. The Dow Jones down to 20. Gold's up two bucks. Uh, crude oil's off 50 or 60 cents. Kind of rejected that rally in crude oil uh, yesterday. Everybody have a great day today. I will talk to you guys on Friday.